1: Welcome everybody to the Locked On Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I had not planned. It is Christmas. Uh, it is 11:15 out here in Austin. I had not planned on recording a Locked On Lakers episode today, but because the Lakers messed around and whooped on the Golden State Warriors, uh, and also lost LeBron James potentially for a little while, and Evita Zubac has been incredible since he was moved into the starting lineup. I thought not only would I record on Christmas when the rest of my family is is, is asleep, uh, I will also welcome on Harrison to, like, I'm, I'm going to say you can take a victory lap. Just don't hurt yourself because I don't want to have to cover you for this one.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you do kind of owe me after I covered all of you guys for the last two days.
1: <laughs> it was your call to give us these days off.
0: Yeah, I know. This is what I get for being a good <laughs> boss is like all the news breaks on the day that I give everyone off.
1: <laughs> you were the literal John Travolta gif where he's just like going back and forth. Like, where is everybody? Oh, oh that's God. right. I gave him the <laughs> okay, day off.
0: I guess it's just me. I'm just going to write all five of these posts. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Shouts to Sabrina. She wrote the sixth one, so shouts to Sabrina. She just, did something
1: for Christmas. I just wrote something. I'm I'm working my way back Okay, full, like, 12 hours earlier than I anticipated working myself back, so you're welcome. Yeah,
0: oh no, that must be so tough for you to record, like, a podcast after a day of not working for your actual job because news happened.
1: It's tough. It's tough. But, you know, here I am and I'm going to do it. it I'm, I'm doing it for... No, I mean,
0: so that, I, you know, I, I don't know. Do you have to do you have to give any more plugs or are we just going to get
1: right into it? We're just going to get right into it. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with ZooBots? Let's start with ZooBots.
0: Well, no, I was going to say I think we should lead with the biggest news, which is, you know, like LeBron tears or not tears his groin strains his groin in the game, at, like in a game that the Lakers kind of whooped on the Warriors at multiple points like LeBron got hurt and then the whole team was like oh no we just lost LeBron and the Warriors came back and then the Lakers were like wait we have Rondo and then (laughs) the zoo. and they started beating the Warriors again they're like no we already have the problem to solve we don't need LeBron and so they went and they kicked their asses and so like it was it was like it was almost like like if you were proposing to someone and they said yes, but then they punched you in the face. It was kind of <laughs> like that. It was like like LeBron going down with potentially a serious injury, even though they're kind of saying that it doesn't sound that serious. LeBron didn't make it sound that serious in post game, but you know, a a strained groin is a kind of a big deal for a basketball player. You need your groin for basketball. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. It was just it was a weird night. It was. I think I referred to it in the recap as like a bittersweet, like roller coaster of something. Or I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs>
1: So, I want to start then. If we, if you don't want to take your victory lap for Zoo, no, I'll take my victory lap. I'll just, I know, I'm gonna make the, I know what the people want. They, you guys
0: are gonna have to stay tuned in to listen to me <laughs> shit talk Anthony for <laughs> slandering ZooBots relentlessly for months, and then trying to be like, oh no, I was on the bandwagon the whole time. Here's this Zoo Goat GIF that I think that I made like two years ago when I had optimism about him, and then he had one bad game, and I was like, this is the worst end. One bad player. game. One bad game. That's like, I mean the equivalent of one bad game because he was only playing in like four minutes first.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> so he had it, it took him three years to compile forty minutes worth game, yeah. of, of bad bad basketball. Yeah. Um, no, I want to start though with the with the way that the Lakers beat uh, Golden State and and so I'm I'm out here watching it in in Austin. Um, my in laws are not particularly big basketball fans, so I was watching this game. And then they kind of tuned in late, and they asked me about the Lakers. And, and, you know, we're just sitting there talking about the team. And it was basically I told them, look, what's going to happen here is the Lakers' offense is going to go to crap because they don't have LeBron James, and he's really effing good. And they've basically entrusted the offense to LeBron. Um, And as soon as I said that, Rajon Rondo comes in and was LeBron. So... I got to be wrong on multiple fronts tonight. It's been it's been incredible. They asked me, "How the hell do I make a living doing this?" You were completely wrong.
0: <laughs> well, that's what you do. I mean, you just <laughs> then you just say you're like, no, no, no. I was right about Zubats and Rondo the whole time. Here's yeah. this picture, I, <laughs> I, and then you're like, and then people are call you out on it. And you're like, well, ultimately, we just all want all these guys to succeed, and <laughs> da 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 da. And it's like, no, you criticize them. You were <laughs> wrong. Take it. <laughs> My favorite. This is what you get for firing off this many hot takes. Uh,
1: you're bound to be wrong sometimes. All the time. I. My favorite thing though is that I hadn't seen. I lost that that Photoshop. I I had no idea where it was. It was deleted from my computer. I could not find it. I tweeted something out about. Is this the night that Zoobots makes his MVP case? And somebody added me with my own meme. How about that? Who did this, fam? I, don't know. <laughs> I wish I would have asked who did this because I've been like me. I did this. Yeah, I did this. And now everybody's adding him with my meme. So so here we are. Uh, let's take a quick second here. And when we come back, I want to talk about the LeBron James thing, what the Lakers might do, what it might mean, whether or not we believe that he actually got hurt. All of that stuff uh, here in a bit. <laughs> but before we get to that, uh, today's show is brought to you by Mizuma. Mazuma they sponsor three shows a week and they are the best service that you can go with if you have a small business uh they have CPAs accountants and tax consultants all here in the United States all within a call email or text message away um Harrison you left the show and it be it quickly became a small business and these guys really helped so so I appreciate that. Would you? I, I, you look like you want to kill me right now, Anthony.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to bleep that because it's during a live. That's fine. It's not my podcast anymore. I'm gonna curse all I f- want. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, for starting at only $75 a month, your small business can have access to everything that I mentioned. Um, and what you're gonna do is you're gonna call them at 213-947-6926. Again, that is 213-947-6926. It's just for a consultation, no strings attached, no commitment necessary, though I would obviously prefer you make some kind of commitment. Uh, so again, give them a call. That's Mazuma, your small business's one-stop shop for bookkeeping, taxes, and unlimited accounting advice. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's take another quick second and, and come back to the show that, that I now get paid for because Harrison left.
2: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, we're back. You're lucky I'm still here, to be (laughs) frank. Yeah, I, I would probably agree with that assessment. Like, oh,
0: Harrison, no, will you come and record with me? Because LeBron got hurt. I wasn't originally planning to record tonight, and my actual paid podcast partner won't help me out. Will you just jump on And so that I can roast you about all the money
1: that you're not making because non-competes suck? You, you know what? You know what you should probably do? You should probably bug Pete about getting paid for this show today. No, I'm going to bug you
0: about me. getting paid for this show. Well,
1: <laughs> he's your you dad. Just ask him yeah. for a bigger allowance.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll get yeah,
1: I'll get right on that. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about LeBron. If he does miss time, which Luke Walton said after the game that he is anticipating or, or or designing his game plan around LeBron not being available for Sacramento, I personally would just even if he's okay, which is altogether possible, like he might have just been you know how Logan as he got older, yeah, I was gonna say LeBron
0: just like the the healing factor is taking a little longer right now.
1: Yeah, so he's just you know I would just let him completely get better, and then by tomorrow morning we'll we'll, we'll rethink some of this stuff. Uh, but but Luke Walton, like I said, says that he's getting ready for Sacramento as if LeBron won't be there. LeBron said that uh, initial tests are showing that it was a more minor strain than he anticipated. He mentioned and freaked everybody the hell out during the game that he felt a pop. You have gone through this injury. Uh, Yes. One, tell people how that happened.
0: Um, Well, so I was at a concert, and my friend was in a wheelchair at the time because he had hurt his ankle. And he was like – he's a really big guy, and so he was hurting himself on crutches. Like he was like causing pain in his armpits, I guess. Probably norepinephrine. Yeah, well, cause he's, he's six, seven. He's like huge. And so he was like, like the crutches were causing pain for him. So the wheel, the hotel that we were at gave him a wheelchair and we were all pushing him around in it. And then I'd take him to the bathroom during the concert. And so like I was taking him back and we were going down the little elevator thing. And there was like a little drop between where the floor was and where the floor of the elevator was and where the floor, actual floor was. So I tried, me, I'm like, Oh, you know, my 200-some-pound friend, no problem, light work. I'm just going to lift him over this <laughs> in the wheelchair. And I felt something – you know, I don't know if it was a pop, but I definitely felt the pull. And it was like, oh, there is something wrong now.
1: And <laughs> Did you hit spent, the floor? Did you fall over?
0: No. I spent the rest of the weekend – I pushed him the rest of the way back. Like we got it over, pushed him the rest of the way back, spent the rest of the weekend in Vegas, drove home with, a, unbeknownst to me, a torn groin. Ouch. It is not pleasant, and no. so no, so like I, I will just say, you know, I don't know, like to compare me and LeBron physically is just <laughs> not fair. Uh, so to him, yeah, to him, to him, obviously, obviously. yeah, because I'm a blogger. Everybody knows bloggers are the most resilient
1: of everyone. We're all built like Jared Dudley.
0: Yeah, but anyway, so I mean, like, like I. It's hard for me to, you know, even as serious as this is, it's hard for me to not believe him when he says I'm going to play on Thursday probably because I this, number one file this under ESPN reports. I did not expect to see, but LeBron's groin is reportedly intact. So <laughs> <laughs> that was not a sentence I was ready to read when I started preparing for Christmas Day today. But his his groin is intact, and he's LeBron. He doesn't miss games, and so like I don't know, I if he says he thinks he can
1: play on Thursday. Then I I have no reason to not believe him. I I don't either. I mean, he's a cyborg man. Like he, that's what was so shocking when he went down in the first place was it was just like they're going to do that MRI tomorrow and they're going to be like, no, this
0: looks like like someone ten years younger is growing, and he's going to be like, oh yeah, because it like it tore and it
1: rehealed with new tissue, and so <laughs> I, I actually do this on purpose every so often to make sure that yeah. the tissue stays fresh.
0: Exactly. That's how he's going to play till he's like forty. Until he's super trash when he's like forty, like he was telling Rachel Nichols this weekend. <laughs> uh,
1: about the about what the Lakers. If he isn't able to go, is there anything in particular that you would want to see lineup wise or or strategically what the Lakers? Well, would be I think looking Josh Hart
0: do? moves into the starting lineup at that point, and then the starting lineup like positionally makes more sense. It's not better, but positionally it makes more sense, and. Like, I don't know. I don't really expect them to beat the Kings without LeBron. I think tonight they ran on a little bit of adrenaline and were able to knock off the Warriors and kind of like the Warriors kind of used up all their energy to get that. Like they got fought through their Christmas hangovers and were able to like get that good third quarter going. And then they kind of like went back to lethargy. And whereas like on Thursday, the Kings are going to be looking to give the Lakers their best shot. Yeah. And so like and they're going to be coming into the game knowing that there's no LeBron knowing. And so maybe they overlook the Lakers, but at the same time, no, I just think like yeah so i don't know i think i, I was writing about this tonight i think you're going to see ingram take on a bigger load of ball handling as well as lonzo and you're going to see coos responsible for a little bit more scoring i think rondo will play an even bigger role and we started to see that tonight and honestly we're going to keep seeing more Zubots because i think that like to me it doesn't seem likely that javel is going to be ready to play by thursday like pneumonia is no joke we were talking no. about the groin thing but pneumonia is like th- when they were saying he was hopeful to play on tuesday i was like there's no way he's playing on Tuesday no. like, or, or he's going to like, you know, he's going to keel over on the court like pneumonia is not fun. And so I, I don't know how serious of a case he had, obviously, but I don't know that I
1: anticipate him back even this week. And I could be wrong, but I'm not a doctor. I, but. I feel like I feel like minor pneumonia is an oxymoron.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So and then Ch- Tyson looked OK tonight. He looked better than he did last Friday, but he still is clearly dealing with a little bit of those back issues. He's sitting on the raised cushion, the same one that LeBron mm-hmm. uses now at games. And so that's not a great sign when you're his age. And he's just he's looked a little slower out there for the last couple games. And so we'll see if that continues. But Zoo has been a breath of fresh air. And I guess this is where we can get into him a little bit, because well, I think you're going to see more more Zubats pick and rolls and things like that.
1: Yeah, let's let's take a quick second here when we come back i want to talk about the the chandler Javale zubats thing because it is becoming a legitimate question
0: oh here we go anthony finds a way to turn a positive into a problem this is my favorite locked on lakers running segment
1: (laughs) yeah we'll get back to that here in a bit the
2: nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama
0: You don't enjoy anything. You're like, you're like oh, Zoo's playing well? Well, I guess they're going to have to like cut Chandler because – no, I'm, I mean I'm waiting for your take on this.
1: It's not so much that they have to cut anybody obviously, but it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. I really if, hope nobody isolates just that clip. Yeah, I know. It wouldn't surprise me if when JaVale McGee comes back because of the back stuff that you're talking about with Tyson Chandler, because of the way Zubats has been playing – it wouldn't shock me if they let Tyson Chandler go and just get 100% healthy again yeah. and ride Zubats for a little while here. It's it's one of those situations where it's kind of like at the beginning of the year, they were, u- they were using uh, Lonzo's minutes restriction as an excuse to continue to ride Rajon Rondo late in game situations. They were just like, oh, well, he just ran out of minutes and we'll just – let him roll out there. Same thing that they've kind of done with Mo Wagner where they said, oh, we're just working him back and getting him back healthy, as, as healthy as he can be before we really start leaning on him. I think they're going to do the same kind of thing here with Tyson Chandler where they say, hey, Zubots is playing really well. JaVale McGee is coming back, and he was playing really well before he got sick. So, therefore, we'll just let Tyson Chandler get completely healthy. He is older at this stage of his career than, than people, I think, uh, realize – given the way that he was playing as soon as they acquired him. And I think they want him to get back to that spot because that's the only way he helps his team is if he's 100%. That's the only yeah, way and- that he can go out there and help the Lakers win.
0: If there's one thing that this training staff has shown, it's that they're going to use an abundance of caution with injuries. So Mm -hmm. I agree. And and like I think, you know, if he's feeling better and this gets better or whatever, then obviously they they shouldn't really limit him. And then you have a different question that you're answering. But as long as he's limited, then, yeah, I think that that's probably the most logical outcome. You're like, hey, you're I think he's 36, right? 36. Yeah. -hmm. Yeah, You're like, hey, you're 36. Let's see if we can get you as healthy as we possibly can for the playoffs. And, you know, go from there. And, you know, this training staff has shown kind of
1: a proclivity to do things like that. Do you think the minutes get a little too crowded once all three guys are 100 percent? We have to see that Zoo can keep this up.
0: And so I'll just like, uh, you know, I, I'm what? not going to throw a bucket of cold water on everything. But, you know, like on some level, he is catching these teams off uh, like uh so, by surprise yeah. because they, he hasn't played a whole lot he's this year. He's catching the
1: Lakers by surprise.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I think LeBron seems to have realized what he could do. Yeah. And, and so I'm surprised he wasn't playing earlier. But, well, it's because he had veteran centers that LeBron likes ahead of him. But mm-hmm. like LeBron. has been bad out for like two years. They're even. like he's like, hey. That, I don't know this 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 kid's name, but he's like he's <laughs> tall. He's big. He sets good screens and he's got soft hands. I'm going to keep feeding him. And so, uh, you know, he's been doing that. And Zoo, I, that's it. This is why I said over the summer that but this was before the Tyson thing, obviously. I said, I think they're planning to have ZooBot be their primary backup center. And because he's the ty- he's the prototype of big man that LeBron has ended up either getting paid or ended up, you know, like. Having a lot of success with, and that he's big, he has soft hands, he knows how to move in space and find the little angles to get open around the rim off of pick and rolls. He's very good at that stuff, and he's good at catching the ball. And so, like, it's exactly the type of guy that LeBron would want to play with. And I think that I think that illness really set him back, and and I think it set him back in in terms of conditioning. When you're that size, it's hard to get that back. I think it set him back in terms of just like winning the spot in training camp and stuff. And so they ended up going a different route and trying the small ball and then going to tyson chandler but you know credit to him it's been incredible to see him just like take advantage of this opportunity
1: i don't know very many situations that i can compare this to like i, I really don't he was he was left for dead man Insanity. is it too early <laughs> he beats his humanity
0: humanity yeah that's what i was gonna say it's zoomanity. <laughs>
1: See it used to be we would say zoomanity because he moved like a manatee and now it's just it's actually insanity. That's what I'm talking about. This is why you
0: do not get to enjoy this. You have to sit there in timeout. I'm going to make you I'm going to make you write 3 Kobe articles just as punishment for giving up on my son, okay?
1: How pissed is Kobe right now? He's thinking to himself, "God, they were going to be so bad." LeBron Did got you hurt. The game of zones. that dropped Yeah, it was so it was good, incredible. It was so oh. good. But the but very Kobe end of it, like, where he's he mad us.
0: about that somewhere too. He's going to like. He's going to be like, "Well, I got to tell my own story and put out my
1: own movie about oh, what it, man, what's actually happening." He's he's drawing the cartoon as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that'll do it for this episode of the Locked On Lakers podcast. It's a little shorter one here because again, I'm still technically on vacation. Uh, yeah, but, I'm still but I technically figured
0: fired, so
1: <laughs> So but I still wanted to while there was someone do you even want to talk about Lonzo Ball not? Like Rondo was playing out of his mind. I, I don't think there's yeah, no, Rondo was
0: – Rondo was – It was, it's funny. In post-game interviews, Tyson Chandler called him playoff Rondo. That's and great. they asked Rondo
1: about that and he just said no. <laughs> did you hear he the other thing? He hates that narrative. Did you hear the – well, I, I hate reality too when I look in the mirror. But like I <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> But like did you hear the – did you hear – I guess one of the beat reporters wished Rajon Rondo a, a happy or a Merry Christmas and he said <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Oh, that's great.
0: Uh, th- that is pretty great. Rondo, I was telling somebody this today. Rondo, I was not sure what to expect. He always struck me as like kind of a surly personality, but he's cracked me up during his meet. He's been like very, uh, very funny with the media and just funny in the locker room, like a very, really nice guy too. Kind of makes sense. I could see him having like a really dry sense of humor. Did you – there was one thing – before we wrap up here and mm-hmm. at the risk of me extending my time on a show that I'm not getting paid for, <laughs> you you weren't going to address what happened with LeBron yesterday at all? Or are you aware I, I caught, like, a little Rachel bit Nichols, of it. The Rachel Nichols interview? I caught a little bit of it. I, I really like the shaving through the, the city. him upping the ante on Mello?
1: No. Yeah. Do, should I be
0: nervous? I mean, I came away from the interview despite LeBron saying, I'm not putting pressure on anyone to sign Mello. I'm just, you know, people ask me and I just give my opinion. And while that's objectively true – this is the third time he's given his opinion, and they've gotten progressively bigger endorsements for Mello each time. Well, maybe So he's, it's like maybe, the first time he was like, that's not my decision. The second time he was like, I love it, but it's not my decision. The third time he was like, here's why I think that I could get more about Melo. But again, I'm not pressuring anyone, and it's not my decision. But here's why I think it would
1: work. He, here's the thing. He can pressure somebody. He can pressure any of the other 29 teams that the Lakers play against to sign Melo. That's what I'm cool with. Get out there, flex your Rich Paul muscle, and let him go to the freaking Clippers or something. I'm fine with that. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm fine with that. The Lakers literally don't have a, bro- a roster spot for him now, though. Like now that now that Zubats isn't just yeah, that's true. They can't they just can't waiver cut Zubats father? anymore.
0: Yeah, the, he humanity has... saved his saved his contract. <laughs> he could have been a Houston Rocket, although I mean. I don't know if this is I don't want to say I I say this with all due respect and just thinking objectively, I'm not trying to be in bad taste here, but Lance and Beasley are still on the roster. And I know Beasley is obviously going through something very tough. I don't think that the Lakers would do that to him right now. Number one, because they're trying to be a very player friendly organization and they've tried to be supportive of him. And number two, because he's one of Kevin Durant's best friends. Mm -hmm. But Lance is, you know, like, that's that's an option to send out in a trade or cut or something like that if you just decide that you have to sign mellow. I guess. I, I, that would be— that's, We know the Rockets are interested in KCP, so— <laughs> yeah, I would be livid if that was a trade. I would be, whew, beside that
1: myself. That would be
0: real bad. Yeah. That would be real, real bad. Especially because KCP, I'm pretty sure, would be amazing on the Rockets.
1: No, I don't think he would be. I, he can't, uh, I think he would. He can't play alongside Harden.
0: He can't. He's he's better in a more structured offense where he knows what he's going to do every time, and the Lakers don't have that
1: for him. He cannot play alongside Harden.
0: We'll see.
1: Like Maybe we're, when we're seeing, trade we're out. seeing the we're seeing the fruits of a, of a situation where one guy can't play alongside the superstar in Brandon Ingram and LeBron James. Like we're we're we are we we do not need to see that or recreate. Well, I mean, I'd be fine if Houston decided to recreate that, but that's the exact same. Problem that they would have out there in Houston with KCP and Harden because like KCP doesn't want a body so he can't go down and play the three and and oh, you're man. expecting he gets, like like if somebody gets him in the post it's like it's just over he walks the other direction yeah. he tries to pull the chair out on like, everybody you know you're allowed to try and put up resistance right like <laughs> no he tries to pull the chair out on everybody. I bet he's great at, like, big family gatherings where he just walks around behind people pulling the chair. You on. think
0: KCP just pulls chairs out yeah, from behind people ev- at family gatherings? Everywhere. Yeah, In no,
1: public, too, maybe. Why not? <laughs>
0: yeah. Just walks around restaurants. Somebody's about to sit down. He just throws their chair away.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. That'll do it before, before we, we say something li- libelous about, about KCP. No, I, uh, to be clear, that was all parody. So that it was, was covered parody. under parody law. Um, but that'll do it though for this episode, this Christmas episode of the Locked On Lakers podcast. Thanks very much for hopping on, Harrison. I have to figure out a way to bleep you dropping the F bomb during Should I drop another F bomb before we sign off I'm here? I'm fine with you doing you doing it like during the show, but not during live reads. I can't cost- Well, you know.
0: <laughs> this is what you get for taunting me about not paying me for the show after begging me to come on. I told you I'd take you out for lunch. This is your karma. Yeah, but you still begged me to come on, and then you taunted me about paychecks that I'm not getting. You never talk about another man's money. You reached in my wallet, Anthony. It's the the lack of another man's. There's money. gonna be there's gonna be hell to pay. <laughs> Merry
1: Christmas, Christmas, dude.
0: Merry Christmas. <laughs>
2: hey, Prime members.